For the first time in the history of the Blue Rush podcast, the New York Giants are going to the playoffs. A 38-10 route of the Colts at a rowdy MetLife Stadium, and Big Blue goes into Week 18 with a game that means nothing as they look ahead to who they might play in the playoffs. And we'll talk about it all here on a playoff edition and a Happy New Year edition of Blue Rush from the New York Post. And it's presented by Tri-State Cadillac Dealers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jones Hodgson's touchdown Hodgson's drops it It's falls to the air Intercepted by the aforementioned Collins You can kiss him Goodbye Touchdown Pick six Second down five Jones again Oh here he goes He can see the pylon Touchdown Jones He's going to go in again Touchdown and they have just dumped the water on the coach of the playoff-bound New York Giants, Brian Table. Welcome to a playoff-clinched edition of Blue Rush, our Giants podcast with the New York Post. This episode of Blue Rush presented by Tri-State Cadillac Dealers. Visit your Cadillac showroom today. Those highlights, courtesy of CBS, for the fourth season of the podcast. It took us till year four of the Blue Rush podcast. The New York Giants are playoff bound, and we will have postseason podcasts. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. 38 to 10, the Giants beat the Colts. We're here to talk about it. Jake Brown here alongside Giants beat writer for the Post, Paul Schwartz, two-time Super Bowl champion, Giants kicker, Lawrence Tynes, and BL. He was in the building. He sounds like Christian Bale from Batman now after cheering on the Giants, emceeing at MetLife Stadium. Brandon London is here. Andrew Hart's along with us as well. Guys, what an exciting time. Happy New Year to you all and your families. Glad we're all here, happy and healthy. And the Giants are playoff bound, and they did it in style. We'll start with you, Lawrence. Daniel Jones was nearly perfect. The guy got his name cheered by the entire stadium. Saquon's finally going to the playoffs. Jones ran for 91, threw for 177. The defense was great. The offense put up more points than they've put up in years with 38. What a perfect day at MetLife Stadium, and no better way to start the new year than to end the playoff drought at six years. Yes, happy new year to everyone. What a win. Uh, they did exactly what they should have done against a very, very bad football team. and But it was good to see, right? We don't always think the Giants are going to do what we think they're going to do. And, you know, today they, they stepped on their throat. A little bit of a sluggish start early, but... Man, second quarter on, it was pretty dominant in all fair, all areas. So what a moment. I wish I could have been there to hear the crowd, but certainly it, it played through on TV. I, I was able to hear it. I had the TV up real loud. My wife told me to turn it down. So I wanted to hear it and feel it, especially at the end when Dave's is flexing. And that's cool, man. That gets me a little emotional because you know what it felt like. Just to see what some of those guys have been through, Leonard Williams and uh, Daniel Jones, probably my favorite part was the hug those two guys had because those two guys have been been going at it for a little while here and they finally get a chance to go to the playoffs. Paul, you've been writing about a losing team for so long. 
Take us through this. I mean, the storyline is Giants making the playoffs. That's the story today, and it's a good one to write about. Yeah, look, it, it was, yeah. I mean, it, it it's not, um, these are the stories I used to write. You know, big wins, rousing, home, clinching playoffs, and I got a little rusty over the last five years doing this kind of thing. You can feel it. You know, Brandon will talk to this if he has any voice left. He will he will um, add to this. You know, he was in the building. You can feel it. Saquon said he felt it driving to the game. You know, people were in the stadium earlier when they did the announcements. A lot of times there's not a lot of people there. Saquon got a rousing ovation. It was something that was different. It was something that was nostalgic. You know, that building has not had a lot of that. You know, old giant stadium certainly did. Yeah, I've told you guys all along when, when Daniel Jones got there in 2019, it was really interesting. You felt it that his teammates and Eli Manning was still in the building. The younger guys there took to him. Saquon and those guys, they took to Daniel, they liked him, they respected him, and and it's just carried over more so, more so. Nick Gates, I asked Nick Gates about Daniel Jones, and he said, you know, he's a baller. He just said, he's a bad man. He said, I tell him all the time, you be you, you're a bad man. I mean, he was not only running for yards, he was looking for contact, which, you know, a lot of people didn't like, but um, it was good for him. Uh, Saquon noted that, that he said, you know, it's cool to have your name chanted. You know, very few people alive know what that feels like. Daniel Jones now feels like it. And, um, you know, they're going to the playoffs. I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming two months ago. No question about it. But um, they've done a hell of a job. They deserve to be in the playoffs. You know, Paul, it was a big win for the players. But I think most importantly, from the energy today, and I'm sorry, everyone, for my voice, it was a big win for the fan base. The fan base deserved that. Everyone, times you know this fan base. Paul, you're right. You, you, you know this fan base. Jake, you grew up in Queens. You know what Giants football means to the tri-states and what it means to these people around here. The Knicks can be good. The Rangers can be good. The Yankees can be good. But like Don Sperling, the head of Giants TV, says, it doesn't matter unless if Giants football is really popping and playing good football. They're the heartbeat of this city. And one thing today, the Giants rolled out all the red carpet today when it came to making sure that they clinched. Everyone within that organization did their job. And this is not some little ad or anything. I'm just trying to give everyone a perspective of what they put in today to make sure they clinch. From the production standpoint, they brought out Lawrence Taylor, LT, to ring the bell today. And it's usually just off to the side of the wall. You know, just you, some, some Giants legend comes and they ring. No, they had it closer to the field. They did a video for LT, came out, rang the bell, ran all, all down the sideline to the players. I got an opportunity, me and myself and David Tyree, met the fans out by the flagpoles uh, in the middle of the parking lot with the G line, which is the drum line, and we marched in with the fan base. We all marched in and marched around. They wanted to make sure people felt that energy and came inside together. It was just one of those days, man. And it was just, there's a lot of people, you know, within this fan base, the fans who just waited for this moment and for them to go out and, like you said at times, put their foot down and stomp on the neck, not make it close, not play down to the competition. It's just one of those things where the confidence is riding high 
and East Rutherford right now. And Paul, when's the last time you felt the energy like that within this fan base? You know, there was a little bit. You know, don't forget, Odell had some good moments. You know, last time they were in the playoffs, 2016. You know, you have to, you know, Landon Collins, who rose, you know, you know, has has a pick six. I mean, I, I've seen Landon play a lot of games. I don't know if I've ever seen him run that fast. He was running pretty good there when he got that ball. And, um, you know, 2016, he had a great season. But, you know, this was really more, you know, Lawrence, we talked about it, I think, on the last show. That Cowboy game when you guys clinched 2011, you know, that was a big score. Uh, I think Victor Cruz had a, you know, a short pass that he took into like a 70. He, he just, you know, Terrence Newman, he just you know, washed them and dried them and you could feel it, you know, and, and look, the giants don't do this. They don't, they're not up 31 to three on anybody. You know, we haven't seen this in years. So that was different. It was fun. It was a party, you know, Landon, you, you don't have a voice because if it was a party, you know, you'd like to think you, when you're in the playoffs that you kind of look like a playoff team today, they did against a, a, a lousy Colts team, but what do you do when you play a lousy team? You destroy them. And that's what they did. Lawrence, in honor of Batman, Brandon London, Daniel Jones said to everyone, you're going to love me. Famous line from Batman. He four touchdowns, two rushing, two passing. He is the guy. This was kind of the icing on the cake to the season saying he is our franchise quarterback and we're going to have to pay top dollar to bring him back. And you got to feel confident if you're a Giants fan going into the postseason with this guy, because what he's done with what he has, we say it every week. It's truly remarkable. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think he, he made a lot of money over the last three weeks. Uh, I know that may sound crazy to folks, but I really do think starting with the Washington game, how he played in Minnesota and then how he played today, he made some money because obviously he created some more suitors around the league kind of seeing, okay, let's see, see what this guy can do kind of when all this, all the chips are on the table. Uh, Richie James guys, what a game. We don't spend a lot of time on this game. We know what it was, but I mean, he came out from the very beginning and was Daniel Jones's main target. Hodgins obviously had a touchdown. Saquon got going some, but it was almost like this was a Daniel Jones game. That I feel like Dave and Kafka put this on his shoulders because he accounted for damn near seventy percent of the offense. If you add up all the yardage, uh, maybe more than that. I don't. I'm not good with math, but almost two hundred yards passing and ninety yards rushing. I mean, it was a hell of a game by him, and he's he's really stepped his game up in the last three weeks, which is a good sign. And uh, you know, we'll talk about here in a little bit whether he should play next week or not. You, we talked about Saquon, and you know, there's a lot of really emotional pictures of the two of them together, Saquon and Daniel, who've really been through this. Listen to what Saquon said about Daniel. You know, and, and we're talking about Saquon Barkley, right? The second pick in the draft. He said, "We're human. At the end of the day, I don't want to speak for him, but he heard what everybody had to say. He heard what you guys, meaning the media." No question about it. Um, he heard what you guys said about him in this room. Everybody loves that. It's not like his feelings or ego. He went out there and he got the respect of the fans. Not just anyone gets a chant in the stadium. It showed the respect that he earned and went out there and played lights out in a game we needed him to. Saquon was kind of emotional, you know, that that his friend had this, this you know, coming out party with 80,000 people there that he got that respect. Because, you know, let's not re forget in 2019, right? He was booed, you know? He was booed when they made that pick. They didn't know who Daniel Jones was, but they didn't really want him at that point. So, um, you know, this is not the pinnacle of Daniel's career, but um, 
you know, he hasn't been cheered like that in that stadium often. And, um, you know, he's probably feeling good. And interestingly enough, Brian Dable had him break down the team after the game. And Julian Love told me he was the one egging Daniel on saying, say it, say it, say it. You know, you guys know this from the Lauren, the uh, the uh, Tom Coughlin days. And Daniel said, all right, see you Wednesday. And Dable said, I never said anything about that, about Monday. And well, okay. Turn, he said, turn the music down. What you heard, what Daniel said. See you Wednesday. Let's add to that because I want to throw to the audio quick, Brandon. I want to, Paul, uh, what you said about Saquon about Daniel Jones. Right, so let's play what he said after the game about kind of his work ethic and getting to practice early, being the first one there, last one out. Hearts. So let's hear what he had to say. Like he he's willing to do whatever it takes, and like you know, I can sit here and I can speak on that. But like you can go, you can watch it on Sundays. You you, you can, you know, you guys don't see this, but you know. You know, I get here pretty early, um, but every single time I get here, I get here pretty early. There's there's a car that's going to be there before me, and it's Daniel Jones. Like he's the first one in, last one to leave. Like he really lives that, like that mentality. Like he has that mentality, and he's, he's tough. Um, he's a heck of a player, a heck of a guy, a heck of a teammate, and um, you know he's our he's he's our captain, he's our leader. And when you have that guy at the quarterback position, um, you believe you can win any game. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There it goes right there. Just forget, forget an agent, forget a marketer, forget a PR publicist, forget that. That's what you bring to the mayors, to the tissues, and let them know it's time for y'all to pay me. Because there's a time today when you even heard fans say, we, we got, we're going to pay Daniel. We should pay Daniel. You're hearing guys talking about who needs to be brought back, who could, who should come back, but on a, on a certain type of deal. I, for the first time, have heard people say, pay Daniel Jones, pay him, whatever he wants, in that sense. And he deserved it. He looked good today. It's just, it's, it's just one of those situations. Paul, uh, times, Paul, I call it in my head, tell me if I'm crazy, it's almost like an Aaron Judge moment for being one of those guys in, in New York right now. You can, He had 62 home runs, but he did nothing in the playoffs in that sense. So they booed him in the playoffs. Daniel has been booed earlier in his career. Now they want Hal Steinbrenner, a.k.a. John Merritt, to pay this man. It's, just, it's not as big as, a, as an Aaron Judge, but he's slowly moving into that category of that New York athlete. Well, see, this is why, though, and I know this for a fact, that the, the Giants, their front offices, this is why they want to wait. You know, after their last game, they're going to wait a week and then talk about all this because you're emotional now. You know, Saquon's emotional. The fans are emotional. Daniel played a great game. We shouldn't do anything when we're too emotional, right? Good or bad. And and so, you know, they have to let this play out, you know, the next game and the next game. Then you sit and say, okay, let's take a few days. We'll think about it. Then we come back. Look, they're going to try to bring Daniel Jones back, but I don't think they should pay him anything he wants. You know, I mean, he's the quarterback. We'll see. You know, Saquon, I think they're going to bring him back. They already had preliminary discussions at the bye week, but you take a step back. You know, Joe Shane has to take a step back here. I'm sure he's absolutely positively thrilled Sunday night, right? But what they did, 
But it's like, you know, I can't be making these decisions when I'm thrilled. I got to make it when I'm calm and rational. Um, Look, there'll be plenty of time for all that. Julian Love is a free agent. You know, it's not a great team right now. It's a, it's a growing building team. They'll see. But, you know, we'll see. They've surprised us. Maybe they'll surprise us again. Maybe they'll, you know, maybe they got a couple more wins in them. And uh, we'll see. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. We'll see. Lawrence, what was it? What was the feeling like when you guys clinched? Like, take us through that week, the moments after the celebration. Like, do you celebrate Sunday night and it's back to business Monday? How does how does it work? Yeah. I mean, you just got to be smart, right? Like Brian Dable told the guys today, be smart, go have fun and enjoy it. Because, you know, I was fortunate to be in the playoffs four times. I know a lot of guys like Tony Gonzalez played in like four playoff games in 15 years. So you cannot take it for granted. Everyone has a chance. There's not a team, to be honest with you guys, and we don't know the health of Jalen Hurts yet. Uh, I know he's going to miss some time. The Niners looked somewhat normal, beatable today. There's not a team the Giants can't beat if they play their best. So uh, the excitement level is through the roof. I don't care if you're on the road. Nobody cares about that. You just want to get in the tournament like we did uh, both times. Sure, we had one home game, but take care of business. Have fun. Enjoy your teammates uh, tonight and go out and have a good time. But, you know, there's still business to take care of. You know, they got a game next week, and then there's no bias for this Giants football team, which I think is a good thing. They're going to go right into the playoffs and play either. You know, we don't know yet. It's kind of a weird situation right now but right now it looks like the vikings if it ended today it could be a bunch of different teams by them but right now it looks like the vikings a team they know they can beat since you said uh we got business or they still have business to take care of can we play a little game of who sits who doesn't sit next week because i want to know i want to know you guys my paul dable lawrence chain Jake Brown, like who 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 are you sitting? Who are you not sitting next week now that you know you have locked up a spot? Yeah, Lawrence, let's start with you because I think you're I feel like you might be in the minority on this. You want to play everyone. I- yeah, th- there's two guys I would sit on the Giants football team. Saquon Barkley and Leonard Williams. That's it. Leonard needs a week no off. No Daniel Jones. No Daniel Jones. No, Dan- and I'm not saying play him the whole game. I'm not saying play him the whole game, but I think the preparation, and I wouldn't even tell him if I was the head coach. You know, Tom Coughlin played all of us in week 18, week 17, many years ago against the Patriots, and it was the greatest thing we could have ever done. And it was against a playoff team, right? Another team that we saw in the playoffs. Brian Dable can do a similar thing. Maybe he'll call Tom Coughlin this week. I don't know. Maybe he will. He should. And they're going to go play maybe a potential number one seed if they lose to the Eagles. But a team, maybe if they play close, it gives them even more confidence. Because, listen, the, the reality of it is, guys, this team beat the brakes off of this Giants team three weeks ago absolutely dismantled them and embarrassed them. You don't think there's a bunch of guys that want to go play them and the Eagles are playing for something. So you guys can sit everybody you want, but to me, this team's not good enough to sit people. You need to keep playing. And if there's two guys I would sit, it would be Saquon and Leonard Williams because Leonard Williams is banged up guys. He really is. And he could use a week off. Listen to this. Who would have thought we've talked on this podcast all season who, and, and as it was getting closer, we kind of said, well, maybe that week 18 game against the Eagles, the Eagles won't need it. They'll sit their players. And then, you know, maybe the giants can win a game that, that we didn't think they're going to win. Now the giants are in the sixth seed. They can't go anywhere and the Eagles need to win. I mean, it, it's who can make that up. You know, it, it's not just, you know, you can't just cherry pick, you know what I mean? Because you know, you don't play Daniel Jones and then rest your offensive line. You know what I mean? You know, you don't, you don't, you know, I asked Julian Love and he said, I don't know what we're going to do, but he says, right now I'm thinking play, 
you know, play, you know, let play the game. You know, you, it's not the preseason where you have 80 players on your roster. You can't play, you can't play nobody. You just can't play nobody. You know, you, you don't have a whole second team to play. Let me ask you something real quick. What do you think Bill Parcells and Tom Coughlin would do? I think they would play everybody, anybody who has any kind of a, a, a you know, a Nick or a, you could use a week off, you don't play. But, um, you know, that's I not think- a lot of guys, right? If you think, I mean, Adore Jackson's coming back from injury. He needs to get some game reps before the playoffs start. And you're going to go against great wideouts. But I'm just saying, do you re- you think those two guys would play? Everybody? I, I really do. I think they would play the starters. Do you try to get a Dory Jackson who hasn't played in, you know, five, six weeks? Do you try to get him some reps? You know, he's a starting corner, right? You want to get him some, you, know, you play him 15 plays, right? Look. I talked to Xavier McKinney after the game. I said, how do you feel? He said, tired as hell. You know, I, he felt good, but he felt tired as hell. But, you know, he looked a little rusty, right? He says he intercepts a pass if if he's, you know, in sync. Uh, he he uh, allows a, like a 49-yard catch. So, you know, he probably can use some snaps. Yeah, I, I, I don't think Brian Dable is the kind of guy who's going to say, it's a preseason game. Everybody sits. Let the Eagles, you know, wipe the floor with us. By the way, I think Jalen Hurts is definitely going to play in that game. I really do. I just don't think Dable's going to do that. I really don't. I, I I would say I agree with you on saying sitting Saquon Barkley. I'm sitting Daniel Jones as well. I understand what that what, what they're they're getting rhythm. They're getting that confidence. But I just look at what he means to this team. Even if he had a hangnail going into the playoffs, this team has zero shot in that sense. So I mean, I see what you're saying about all right. For a quarter, you're feeling good in that second quarter, then sit them after that. But you kind of talked me into it times when you talk about Coach Coughlin because I'm thinking it's 07 again. Remember, who was that? Who who, who do we play? We had nothing game? to play for, the Patriots. We had nothing to play for. And, and that game, remember, Brandon Jacobs, he and Kelly Washington kind of got into it a little bit in the tunnel. And Brandon, I remember Brandon Jacobs saying, we're going to see them again, and we're going to beat them in that sense. You'll forget, the Patriots were undefeated. So there was was an NFL feeling that we don't want the Patriots to become the first undefeated team because the Giants just laid down for them. You know, Tom Coughlin felt an obligation to play a game for the Giants and also for the integrity of a league and a record and things. But it's the same situation right now. You're playing against the quote-unquote Patriots of this year. Yeah, but they're they're not not undefeated. They're they're not undefeated, undefeated, but they're hot, Paul. Like, these dudes is – I couldn't be more against sitting guys. Like, that's just my opinion. I couldn't be more against it. This team needs to go play a team that absolutely embarrassed them. You don't think – if you don't want to play – then you're soft, in my opinion. If you're a player that raises your hand and says, yeah, I want, I need a break, come on, man. This team embarrassed you. You should. A competitor wants to go out and play against them again because they're going to be fully loaded trying to get the one seed because the one seed has not been locked up yet, and you're not just going to get a half-cocked Eagles team. They're going to be trying to beat you. So if you play well against them or be, even beat them, then you've got even more swag going into the playoffs. That's just my opinion. Well, no player is going to say, I'm going to sit. I think it's more what you mentioned. They're playing for everything. They have four guys of 10-plus sacks the first time in the Super Bowl era that's happened. One sack to Daniel Jones, and he's out. Playoffs out the window. I mean, th- this is a little bit dangerous here. This is a guy who ran 11 times today, Lawrence. He could get hurt in the first play in the playoffs. He's taking a lot of nicks. I don't know. I think he could use the actual. He looked pretty fresh there. to me today. I know, but I think an extra week would help. 
I'll tell you, know. I'll tell you one thing. If this would happen and Brian Dable walks into Daniel, you know, in the, and says, Daniel, come here a second. He says, you know, I'm going to sit you against the Eagles. Daniel's not going to pat him on the back and say, thanks, coach. He's definitely not going to say that. There's no chance he will say that. No. I think he's going to go with first half probably and then sit him for Tyrod Taylor. But Tyrod Taylor's not a bad backup. Okay, but if they have a chance to win it, they're going to want to keep him in there. You can't just hand the Eagles the one seed. In my, I don't know. It's a good debate because you get both sides of the fence. It'll be here. all over the radio tomorrow, right? We're just hey, be and, tons hey, of hey it. Lawrence, you made a good point. This is Giants-Eagles. This yes, is Giants there's so Eagles. much yeah. to it. I mean, they, they, you know, the Giants don't want to hand the Eagles anything except just, you know, inflict the loss to them. You know? It's not Giants Patriots 07 because, of, but it is Giants Eagles, man. And I don't know. I don't think you can just put it in your hands and say, here you go, Eagles. Here's the one seed. I just. So that means you got to play Saquon then. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, you know, I know he's been banged up and I know Leonard's for sure has been banged up and Leonard, but Leonard was in there late today, wasn't he? Or was, did they take him out a little bit? They took him out. Yeah. He had a okay, good. So he's. Out, yeah. Yeah, he's had a long-standing neck injury. He said that's probably not going to heal to the offseason. But, and, and, but, but again, you ask Leonard to sit, he's not going to sit. No way. He's too too much of a competitor. Well, how about this? I mean, we're we're dreaming about you know sitting guys, and we're dreaming about a playoff. Who? Do, where do you want to go? I we talked about last week. I think Minnesota is the ideal team, but San Francisco is coming back down to earth a little bit. Nearly lost to the Raiders and Jared Stidham. And he played great, game. didn't he? Yeah, he really still. did. Is you, you got to be ruining to play Minnesota, who just got housed by Green Bay. How about this? How did the Packers give up one catch for Justin Jefferson? He had one reception in the game, right? Well, we don't have Jair Alexander either. I, I, I mean, look, if you're asking me, do I want a all-expense-paid trip to San Francisco or to Minnesota? I just came from Minnesota. It was minus five there. You know, I, I was sitting in the airport for, for hours trying to get there. But, oh, I don't think there's any oh, – look, I, I could see the Giants flying to San Francisco and scoring six points. You know what I mean? I mean, we'll get into this later in the week. But the 49ers, I mean, I know I know they weren't great today, but they got a real deal defense there. Look, the Vikings, they got smoked. You know, I mean, so – Look, the Giants were there. They they played, you know, they the game should have been into overtime. So um I put it this way, if the Giants go and play in US Bank, is that the name? US Bank Stadium, they will have zero trepidation going into that game. I mean zero. And it's because of the performance that they put on today after going toe-to-toe with Minnesota. Had it been a closer game, I'd be like, ah, all right, we clinched, but there would have been a but. Now they gave you that confidence today to be like, all right, they clinch. They want whoever. They, they, they're ready to toe-to-toe, go toe-to-toe with whoever. Minnesota would be – that would be real nice. I mean, they were a block punt, two turnovers, and a 61-yard field goal away from – Minnesota's good, but they're obviously the most beatable team, I think, because we just played them. San Francisco, I'm telling you, they look human today. They really did now – the Raiders have Waller. They have Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, and they have a bunch of skill. Josh Jacobs, they have the little Hunter Renfro. I mean, they've got so many skill guys. So they can get, we don't, the Giants don't have that, but certainly the, the Vikings would be the game uh, indoors. What's interesting be- is everyone in the NFC looks human to the point where, like, you're getting guys healthy. I'm not saying Giants will go on a run, but it's not out of the realm of possibility if you want to put a ticket in for the Giants. Hey, would any would it shock anybody right now if the Packers make a run? No, they're hot, right? Yeah. With that, with that quarterback, and all of a sudden it's. I know, mean, all they got to do is beat Detroit next week. That's a massive game because whoever wins that game is getting in. It looks like, but yeah, the AFC, you know, it's basically Bills or Chiefs essentially. Maybe the Bengals 
But the NFC, I think any of these teams in the NFC could win a Super Bowl, which is which makes for a fun, uh, fun January. Hey, I wanted to mention on this, uh, you know, John Mara talked a little bit after the game. You know, the, you would clinch a playoff and you, you know, you talk a little bit. So he was asked how it feels. And he's, you know, John is, is funny. He said, it feels like I'm not as miserable as I have been. And then he says, as I'm walking to my car at the end of games, they're not yelling, you suck, sell the team. And, and you know, he laughed and everything. Um, you know, John... <laughs> You know, John remembers, I think he says one of his fondest memories of of a game is, I think it was 1981. I mean, I was certainly not covering the team then when they broke a 17 game streak of not being in the playoffs. And I think the elevator was busted or something happened. He walked down Giant Stadium with his father and Pete with Wellington and people were patting him on the back. Way to go, Welly, way to go. We made the playoffs. And he said, you know, these same fans who just cursed Wellington out for these 17 years that they didn't make the playoffs. So John's been through the ringer. It's a family business. And, you know, yeah, I mean, he likes it. They don't yell, you suck to him now. I mean, that's. Was there a garbage nearby, a garbage pail? He could have just knocked over just for, for fun. That would have been a fun, fun moment. I was three years old in 1981. Jeez. Hey, can you believe it? The Giants once went 17. No, I was just about to ask you to follow up on that. 17 17 seasons. Consecutive years. Not making the this six year drought feels like 17. You think of someone who's like 10 years old, right? You're just getting into your wheelhouse as a fan. You are what 27 when they make the playoffs. I mean, the Jets just hit 12, they're approaching uh, that 17 year mark. So, wait, Jets is this is their 12th year, 12 years in a row, no playoffs. Yeah, longest drought in the NFL. Pretty amazing. From medium Pepsi's to this, guys, Brian Dayball, again, proving he's the greatest fat man in New York since Biggie. He he just continues to prove it. And he said, you know, after the game, guys, that the goal was never about just being in the playoffs. So I think, you know, they're going to enjoy this here for a few days. But I think this team has this confidence right now that they can do something special. And I think Giants fans should be pumped. You know, they are going into the playoffs with a real chance to uh, pull off something magical. This has been a fun season. I've enjoyed uh I've enjoyed the ride. Great coaching, great GM. And with the roster where we're like, should they sign OBJ? Should they do this? And guys like Isaiah Hodgins stepping up and Slayton and Richie James. I mean, and there's been a lot of adversity this team's battled. But here we are at 9-6-1. and one. They're going to finish over 500 and making the playoffs. It's been a, a joyous ride. Great season. Yeah, you know, throwing Bellinger there, landing Collins, pick six today. Nick McLeod, a guy people don't talk a lot about. They've played great, man. Big Dexter got another one. What a fun team it was, and hopefully we can we can keep winning games. But, you know, listen, I, I think people are kind of looking at the playoffs. Next week is a big game. Big, big game. I, I, I We'll find out what they plan on doing player-wise, but, man, is that a big game. I'm glad it means something. You want us to chill on playoff talk and keep it just – No, 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 I like it because it's been so long. But let's, let's not dismiss this Eagles game. I hate the Eagles. I'm sorry. I still hate them. I the hate bloody them. Eagles. I just do. Hey, and, and and look, don't forget, Dayball all season was, you know, next game, next game. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about the playoffs. So, and and another thing with Brian Dable, you know, he's not, you know, you know, he said, you know, this is not the goal just to make the playoffs. It's a goal, not the goal. You know, he's been in the playoffs forever. He's won Super Bowls. He went to Alabama for one year. They won a national championship. So, you know, he's not this, oh, this is, is going to be great. Wow, geez, we're in the playoffs. Isn't this tremendous? He's used to making runs in the playoffs. But, no, Lawrence, I agree with you. I think he is going to take this playoff talk, which he he didn't allow us at all, you know, until today. He's going to wipe it right out, right out. Now, he says, we, we don't play the playoffs this week. We play the Eagles this week. 
You just got to turn on the tape, Paul, from the last game and show the final score. That I mean, that has to drive you crazy seeing that number. He's going to have to wipe off all the Gatorade as well. That uh, that bath and the compilation of him scream, Dayball screaming, "Let's go!" I mean, that's going to be the video montage for the Giants here going to the playoffs. Well, we will look ahead on the Blue Rush preview Thursday to that season finale in Philly. And then the week after, we look ahead to either a trip to Minnesota. Lawrence, have you decided? You said you think you would do Minnesota since it's a close ride. Would you do the trip to San Francisco, the long flight? I would not do the – I'm not going to San Francisco, period. Period. Not going out there. It's a crappy trip. It's just – no. Getting to the stadium, I heard, is horrific. If it's Minnesota, I will definitely try my best to be there. All righty. So we will see you in Minnesota potentially, and hopefully the Giants – Play Minnesota because they look like they could beat them. Happy New Year, everyone. Hope you had a great New Year. And we'll uh, give a toast to the playoffs. And the Scotsman will close the show next. You know, our goal is never just to, you know, it'll never be just to make the playoffs. That'll never be just our goal. And that says cheerio to episode 136. That's a lot of shows of Blue Rush, our Giants podcast from the New York Post. Thanks to Jake Brown and Andrew Harris for producing the show. Lawrence, can you believe it? The Giants are going to the playoffs. Ah, happy New Year to you and your family. How was your New Year celebration with the Giants family? Uh, it was quite lovely. A few wee uh, uh, old-fashioned drinks uh, with some Scottish whiskey and uh, lots of football fabulous games all weekend all right please subscribe to blue rush on apple podcast spotify stitcher or wherever you get your bloody pods subscribe to the new york post sports youtube page to watch full episodes of this show for brandon london jake brown paul schwartz i'm the scotsman lawrence tynes we will return to your eardrums for the blue rush preview show on thursday looking ahead to the giants final regular season game of the season in Philly against those bloody eagles happy new years folks